Hi everyone, this is Lou Meluso from RAM Radio, reporting from the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum, located in beautiful downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, where we bring you the best in fine art exhibitions, art education programs, and exciting events. We're pleased to have in our studio today Mr. Mark Dolph, who is the Curator of History at the Gilcrease Museum in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Mark is the curator for the David Halpern exhibition, The Essence of Place, which is now being exhibited at the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum from April 27th to July 29th. Welcome, Mark. We're glad to have you here. Well, thank you, Lou. It's a real pleasure to be here. I'm really excited that we were able to share this exhibit, The Essence of Place, celebrating the photography of David Halperin with the folks here in western Arkansas. I hope it'll be a big enough draw that it won't be just western Arkansas, but other parts of the state as well, and and parts of my state of Oklahoma over here in eastern Oklahoma that might want to come visit. Yeah, we hope so too. Please, Mark, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your education, experience? All right, sure. I was born in Oklahoma City, I grew up in Arizona, New Mexico, before returning to Oklahoma, went to the University of Central Oklahoma, where I earned a degree in marketing, spent my first life career in sales and marketing, before returning to Oklahoma, once back in Tulsa in 2004, became a volunteer at the Gilcrease Museum, and eventually, due to that experience, the University of Tulsa, who took over the management of the museum in 2008, decided that uh, I might be someone to bring on staff and was hired as the director of volunteer services in 2010 and in 2015 was moved into curatorial, which has been a truly rewarding experience. And uh, now that's your current role there as curator, is that correct? That's correct. Great. So why don't you tell us a little bit about David Halpern and, and how this exhibition developed? What becomes the essence of place began in the fall of 2016. A colleague of mine had met David out in Santa Fe, where he lives, and had seen some of his photography and said, Mark, we really ought to think about maybe having some sort of exhibition with David. And the timing was perfect because we were looking for a way to present art in a very challenging space within our museum where we have a lot of events that include food and beverage where we can't put works in our collection such as oils on canvas and so forth. And photography by its very nature being something that is reproducible from prints or digital images and the fact that these were going to be behind glass made them the perfect exhibition piece to put in this challenging space. So I got to know David at that point, uh, fall of 2016. And at first meeting him, I realized that I had met David years before at a book signing just after I had returned to Tulsa. David was uh, doing a lecture promoting a book he had done in the 1990s on the wonderful Art Deco architecture throughout Tulsa. In my mind, David Halperin was 
a photographer of architecture, an architectural photographer. Little did I know until I really got to know him that he's much better known as a photographer of American landscapes. He has been an artist in residence at places such as Arcadia National Park in Maine, Glacier National Park in uh, Montana, uh, literally all across the country. So as we were thinking, what kind of exhibition can we put together with David? It turned out that we were also going to have an exhibition of our own material titled Creating the Modern Southwest, and it would feature works in our permanent collection from the Taos Society of Artists, like Blumenschein and Burning House, Ufer, uh, some of the, the who's who of that particular genre. So it made sense to couple that exhibition with works from David's Southwestern portfolio, I'll call it that, and we eventually settled on works from six Southwestern states, Those include Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. And for your folks here in Fort Smith and Western Arkansas, I think this presents the great diversity of American landscapes that I love Eastern Oklahoma, Western Arkansas, but also love the mountains, the deserts, the canyon country that you'll see represented in the photographs in The Essence of Place. Great. Thank you for that background and and insights into David's work. What would you like visitors uh, who visit the exhibition to take away from viewing David's work? Well, I think, as I noted, the the great diversity of landscapes within the United States, and this exhibition is looking at just six of our 50 states, but we can, from those, see the, the tremendous range of topography and and features of the landscape. Uh, one of my, I hate to say favorites because each day my favorite becomes a new favorite, but one of my favorites just because of my love of Oklahoma is of a hayfield up north of Tulsa and you see this flat horizon uh, with big bales of hay, but then We go down to southwestern Oklahoma to the Wichita Mountains, and you truly see a mountain landscape that would remind you of the foothills of the Rocky Mountains or the badlands of New Mexico. Uh, I think, again, some of my favorite works in David's collection are these works uh, that feature this very stark and empty landscape. And the more you look, the more you see how beautiful these places truly are. Every bit as beautiful as the mountains of Colorado uh, or wonderful photograph he has of a magnificent, colorful forest in the uh, area near Santa Fe where David lives. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you for uh, those insights and for working with us at RAM to help bring David's wonderful work to Fort Smith. Well, you're welcome, Lou, and I hope this is just the first of many exhibitions that Gilcrease Museum can share with the Regional Art Museum. Thank you. That's uh, Mark Dolph, Curator of History at the Gilcrease Museum in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're so pleased today to have as our very special guest, Mr. David Halpern. David is a photographer and author and is the photographer of our latest exhibition at the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum, The Essence of Place, David Halpern Photographs from the Gilcrease Collection. David, it's a great pleasure to have you here today. 
Lou, it's a great pleasure for me to be here today, and I have to tell you it's been a, a wonderful experience to come here and to see the beautiful hanging you've done of my work. Uh, it's a real pleasure to, uh, to see the work so well presented and cared for. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And uh, I wanted to ask you a few questions that our audience might be interested in. Please, why don't you tell a little, us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you're from, and your education and experience? Well, I'll start with a brief statement that you'll find on my website. Uh, you know, when you present something for the very first time, it's nice to keep it short and sweet and not to be too glib about the whole thing. So I wrote this very simple statement that said that David Halpern is a photographer, a teacher, an author, making every day a learning experience, every image an opportunity to liberate traditional perceptions. And that's something I try to do. You don't always succeed, but my, my w website address is simply davidhalpern.com. And uh, so that was not hard to remember, and, <laughs> so, and I hope people will go to it. I have a blog on the website that uh, exposes visitors to a lot of the different types of work I do. I think of myself primarily as a photographer interested in the landscape, but over the years I've tried a little bit of everything, and uh, I've succeeded at some things and not done so well at others. But for the most part, there's a little bit of everything for anybody interested in photography on that website. Great. Uh, we appreciate you sharing that. Tell me, uh, David, how did you first get interested in photography? When I was a very young child, I uh, had a uncle who had the only camera in the family that had an adjustable shutter and a lens aperture. And... Everybody else in the family worked with the old box Kodak Brownie. My f family always thought that was perfectly adequate. Why did I need anything beyond that? And so I never could talk them into getting me anything different. And I just lusted after my Uncle Henry's camera. So that fascinated me from a technical standpoint and also because he seemed to have so much fun with it. And I really appreciated what you could do with that camera as opposed to the, the traditional box Brownie. But I think that the time that I really got into photography was the first time I was in a dark room and I saw a print come up in a tray. You know, when you developed it, you, could, you worked under the light of a red safe light and uh, the image was printed uh, with an enlarger or a contact printer and uh, you w put the piece of paper in the developer and lo and behold, magic the the image just began to emerge on that piece of paper and that was that really hooked me great uh that's a very interesting story tell me uh, what were some of your early photographic influences i don't think of it so much as my photographic influences it's the artistic influences that i had i had a high school art teacher by the name of helene connell who, interestingly enough, was the sister of William Inge, the writer and playwright. She was quite an inspiration to me. There was another person in my local community, and he worked for my father uh, in his business, and he was, his name was Billy Easley. Billy was the first black photographer 
to ever work for a major newspaper in the South. He worked huh. for the Nashville, Tennessee. That's interesting. But he wasn't a photographer. Well, he was a photographer when, I, when he worked for my father, but he did that part-time. He had been in the military, and he had learned about photography, and he set up a studio uh, in North Nashville, Tennessee. Billy worked during the day for my father, but uh, on the weekends he, he did what he loved, which is his photography. And Billy just inspired me. He, uh, he taught me a lot. He taught me how to photograph black people. Now, that may not sound like a, a significant contribution, but, but, you know, when you're in a community that's predominantly white and all of a sudden you're thrust into a situation where you're photographing black people, in the old days with film and cameras that weren't automatic, it was a, it was a challenge. And Billy was very generous to me and taught me those things. Later on, I became influenced by the writings of Ansel Adams, as well as his photographs. And, of course, I became a devotee of the, uh, the zone system, which he and Fred Archer uh, developed. And uh, that was a strong influence on me. And then later, as I began to be concerned with more of the artistic influences on photography, I began to study painting. And... Albert Bierstadt and uh, Moran taught me more about lighting than any photographer I ever worked with. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, well, uh, given that, uh, maybe you could tell us now about your uh, artistic approach to uh, your own work. Photography is about, for me, more about I have a philosophical approach to it. I'm more interested in getting involved with the subject. I'm interested in the total life experience. You know, I think every photographer begins by photographing things. You photograph a tree, you photograph a house, you photograph a mountain. And, you know, you might, you're inspired by it to photograph it in the first place because. Why? Well, it's an interesting thing you saw on your vacation. Uh, it's something that attracted your attention because it was monumental. Uh, it was interesting because of the way uh, well, a person looked. Or, and, and then as you begin to study uh, more, you begin to see the influences of light. And you begin to study, you begin to get involved with the design and all of those myriad details that go to, to making an interesting and compelling image. And then as more time passes, you begin to get involved in, as I say, in a philosophical way with the subject. You try to get the total experience. Now, whether it's a landscape, whether it's a portrait, whether it's well, any any type of, of photograph, you, you just get in, involved with that subject and you, you try to capture the essence of it, portray it in a way that is yours individually. That's what I strive to do 
it's interesting because a lot of people look at some of these landscape photographs that I do, and they say, you know, I recognize that. It's, it's a place I've been. It's a place I want to go. And, and uh, uh, they're inspired about it that way. But I hope that they look deeper into the image than that and begin to appreciate the fact that I'm trying to bring to it my interpretation of it, uh, my presentation of it. It tells you something about the way I reacted to it and the way I would hope that you would share my feelings about it. That, as I've gotten older, has become more and more important than simply developing a composition that's aesthetically pleasing, uh, simply showing uh, contrast or design or all of those things. It's, it's a total life involvement with, in, uh, with the image. Wow, that's uh, uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, that's uh, uh, wonderful, and I, it certainly will help me as I uh, view your work and uh, gain a greater appreciation. Uh, that's you know, it's a funny thing. Every time I, you know, I'm asked a question like that, I have to go back and I have to sort of rethink it hmm. uh, because because for me, you know, as I said in my opening statement, life is a constant learning experience. Huh. And uh, your your whole philosophy and your whole expression of what you do, you know, it just seems to evolve on a daily basis. I know what it is that I'm trying to do. Sometimes it's very hard to articulate it in words, but uh, I try very hard, and I hope that I succeed visually. Well, I, I think visually you have succeeded. <laughs> you know, your images are just so masterfully created and uh, beautiful objects in themselves. Maybe you could share a little bit about the technical processes that you use in uh, creating your prints. I began, of course, in the analog days, in the chemical wet darkroom. And I learned to print in the traditional manner, tried alternative processes, all sorts of things. Over the years, working with uh, uh, in the chemical darkroom, uh, I developed a sort of a reputation for being what they call a master printer. I look at the work today and I wonder how masterful I was really. <laughs> but, because as digital has come along, I've found ways to do things uh, with my images and make prints that for me make them stronger and uh, enrich the content far more than they did when I was printing chemically. And that's because the latitude that we were able to achieve in the, the days of uh, the wet darkroom, uh, while, while we developed skills to, to do that quite well, it's amazing how much we are able to do with modern computer software to uh, take the image and open up shadow areas to reveal hidden detail, to enhance uh, the, the quality of the highlight areas, to, get, to develop a range of values that uh, really is so much more exciting to me. I, I said when I got into digital that what I wanted to do was to use it to do what I'd always done before, but I wanted to do it better. And that's what I think that I'm doing now. I use uh, a software like, which everyone is 
familiar with in in terms of the the words now anyway adobe uh, uh photoshop and adobe lightroom and a number of other plugins occasionally but most mostly those two programs lightroom and photoshop and those allow me to do what i did in the darkroom but expand what i did in the darkroom so that the quality is enhanced further and it's it's been a, it's been an exciting thing and it's part of that learning process every day every time i work with that i do something a little bit different um and uh, i learned something i didn't know before thank you for telling us how you created those uh, fantastic prints visitors will come here to the fort smith regional art museum and and uh, have a look at your uh, beautiful black and white and color images and for yourself personally, what would you like visitors to take away from viewing this exhibition? I want the viewer to move beyond the technical. I want them to look at the photographs, appreciate them in the way that is personal for them, and to come away with an appreciation for the landscapes that I present and for nature in general and care about it the same way I do. Now, I know that I can't always succeed in doing that. But on the other hand, if you motivate a few people to do that and they go out and motivate a few more people, then eventually we contribute to the overall protection and preservation of the our natural environment, which is one of our great heritages. David, thank you so much for coming by our studio today. We really appreciate you talking to us and giving us some insight into your work and some interpretive points in which we can appreciate your images. Well, thank you very much, Lou, and thank you very much for hosting this show. Uh, it's been a wonderful opportunity, and I, again, I think that the, your treatment of the exhibition has been just extraordinary, and I'm most appreciative of that, too. Thank you. That's David Halpern. His exhibition, The Essence of Place, is at the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum. Thank you so much. Well, folks, that wraps up our show for today. But before we leave, let me thank all of RAM's members, donors, and corporate sponsors. They make RAM and this program possible. Our exhibitions are always free, so please stop by the museum and enjoy the galleries and consider supporting our mission by becoming a member or a partner. Thank you for listening to RAM Radio. This is Lou Maluso, the Executive Director of the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum, signing off. Until next time, I'll see you at the museum.